They do have curbside pickup, and I was able to pick up a Yeti curved shower uh, rail. <laughs> so, <laughs> it keeps the rail at the perfect temperature. <laughs> and it's no, so Yetis curved. don't keep things at the perfect temperature. They keep everything cold. Everything is just ice cold. <laughs> it's just the Arctic. It's Arctic cold. Don't lick your shower rod because your tongue will stick to it. <laughs> Getting Arctic up in here. <laughs> Did you say orc dick? Orc dick. No, orc dick. <laughs> like arctic, but orc It's cold. It's like the orctic up in here. <laughs> bro, let me hit that ESA. I'm trying to get orctic up in here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> chilling. We're chilling over here, man. We're chilling. It's like the orctic. It's like the orctic, or maybe the orn't orctic. <laughs> no, you know, ant, it's just ant work. It's just a work work. You know, yeah, that's not, that's not how you do it. That's not how you do it. The ant work. You are now speaking Finnish. I I actually I got a Yeti uh, cooler <laughs> from work uh, and what? had the, yeah I've had this for a little while uh, it's a it's a it, it does keep everything Arctic and I've been uh, bringing out my East Bay Arctic slang to my wife and you can imagine how much she loves <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> keeping it Arctic. <laughs> 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 Does she make a disgust noise when it happens, or just is she to the stage of ignoring this it? This stage, we are fully. We went through the phase of you know, uh, ha ha. What then, is that? Then disgust noise, and now yeah. it's fully walk away. <laughs> pretend, <Yeah. laughs> pretend I'm not in the room. You know what that means? Double down. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you got to hit her with your Antarctic's now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'm done talking about the Arctic. <laughs> Man, now I'm all about the Antarctic. <laughs> I do like the I do like the possibility that I'm saying orc dick. Like, gotta get me some orc dick. Yeah, get yeah. some orc dick tonight. Can that refer to Can that refer to anything other than like a Lord of the Rings orc? Is there any other possibility? Like, uh, it could refer to a handyman at an apartment in Columbus at one point. <laughs> It can refer to a landmark in St. Louis. That big work. <laughs> east, east, east St. Louis, anyway, that's all they East Bay St. Louis. The Orc of the Covenant. Is Aaron's favorite band Orctic Monkeys? <laughs> it just makes me think of uh, Noah's Orc. Mm-hmm. He brought two orcs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two orcs on the orc. <laughs> two by two. <laughs> we got a male orc and a female orc up in this orc. Oh, these are cold weather ones. These are orcic orcs. Uh. Tell her all these things. <laughs> you know that thing you hate I do? My brothers helped me do it more. <laughs> Recently, 
been watching a lot of a lot of the James Bond movies. Uh, don't know why, but been doing it. Seen uh, eight of them recently. Uh, oh. In the last few weeks, it's really just a. Uh, Plowing, chowing, chowing them down, chowing them down on some some bond. I consider you, I consider you a professional at this point. You're paying. Yeah, to, I, yeah. I uh, am considered by some to be the world's leading expert on James Bond. Considering I've seen almost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, no, one, no one's seen no one's all. Seen all. You know how many? There are? <laughs> there's there's 24 of these things, Matt. Who's seen all of them? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Who has time for 24 movies? 24 movies. My God, I, that's a lifetime. That's a lifetime. <laughs> Uh, but as of th- roughly 30 minutes from now, there will be 25. Yeah, no. that's right. No. I see the shocked look on your faces. That that prep that I asked you to do, wherein you helped me write a James Bond movie. Huh? We're going to write a James Bond movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was a trick. You were like, why are you asking me to write a James Bond movie? What are we going to do with this? I thought this was a team building exercise. Exactly. Yes. No team building. <laughs> Unless that team is a James Bond movie. Is that the name of our t- is that the title of our movie? We'll get there. <laughs> I'm a, I'm taking a new course at work. As soon as I see two people talking to each other, hey, no team building. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't team building. I was thinking of a name. Yeah. A team to a build. No, that's terrible. <laughs> team to build. Build another uh, team. From build team with build. Team finger. <laughs> Thunder team. Uh, <laughs> Let's go back to Team Finger. I like that. Team Pussy. Wait. The team with the golden build. Well, those are all the movies. We've pretty much nailed them all. Uh, but we're going to be writing a new one. Uh, okay. We're just going to go beginning to end. Having seen so many of them in such a short period of time, there is a, a particular formula what? That, uh, that I've picked up on. You, so wait. we're going to follow the formula. I know... You are considered by many the world's foremost expert on James Bond. This is true. So I, I, I'm, I don't want to question you, but are you telling me that some of these James Bond movies are f- formulaic? There are a couple of them that have what are known as recurring elements. Whoa. One of He's them, and code. you may not have noticed this one, they all have the same main character. Oh, shit. You know mm-hmm. what? Which one? Little Timmy, the orphan boy. <laughs> He's, uh, he appears in all 24 James Bond movies. I So you obviously are going to walk us through some of those formulas, uh-huh. right? Because I I don't know if it was like TBS or TNT, whoever owned them back in the day, they yeah, did a great like job marketing to me because that was like a, a channel stopper when you're surfing and there's like a James Bond. I'm like, ooh, this yeah. is like important. Yeah. It's a James Bond. Yeah, like yeah, seven days deal. of Bond or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. They're days of Bond-a-thon. 007 or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm, I was, uh, I, I got sucked into a couple recently, and uh, I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, Grant, because I find that uh, they're, they, they like some of them, they're t- edging the line of like campy fun or oh, like come like, the fuck on. <laughs> oh, like the Roger Moore era runs the entire gamut of uh, comedy yes. from. Total goofball craziness to like very dead serious. Like it's it's insane. It's it's kind of yeah. bizarre. Interesting with like Blofeld, how he's some at one time he's Austin Power or he's Dr. Evil. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes he's like comedic and he's yeah. crazy or a bumbling idiot. It's like, uh, eh, yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, they they, they had a lot. I mean, there's a different director and like different writers every time, and so it, it's uh, they have. But we come not to criticize Blofeld, but to bury him, or I don't know. Um, we came to write a movie, eh? Yes, we came to write a movie. So we're going to start right now. Uh, Corey, what's go, yeah? What, give me a location. Well, uh, I think the first location of our movie would be the Gobi Desert Stealth Sub Research Villa. <laughs> Gobi <laughs> Desert Stealth Sub Research Villa. Ooh, wow. Because, as we all know, an armored car full of gold is headed there. <laughs> headed straight for the Stealth Sub Research Villa. Right in Someone's the middle pay for it. of Western China. In the Gobi mm-hmm. Desert, for some reason. Uh, this is the big intro uh, action scene. Oh yeah. Armored car oh, full yeah. of gold. Uh it is about to be hijacked by uh bad people. We know that because mm-hmm. Bond is they are the people that Bond is shooting at, so they are bad. Oh. So he's trying Bond to stop. Bond has already them. appeared. He's shooting. He's at there. Him. He's well he's there. Okay. They're in the middle of, of the hijack. Pew pew. And he like he ar- will generally arrive in some sort of absurd uh way. Like there was one time where he's like He's like seriously spy surfing, like <laughs> they're surfing up to the coast of somewhere, and it's like, uh. is a surfboard the best? But okay, whatever, yep. whatever. So this time he comes out of a crazy straw and he's shooting at <laughs> he the. He comes bad guys. out of a the the driver of the armored car reaches for his big gulp, and then Bond is in there aiming out of the <laughs> crazy straw. <laughs> he makes a couple of loop de loops, then he's a whoop, mm-hmm. he pops out. Ba na oh shit. <laughs> uh-huh. And that's yep. that's why you get uh, the the like the rifle barrel uh, vision <laughs> where he walks out of it. It's actually a straw through one of the loops in the. Cr- oh, I was thinking even through one of the loops of the crazy straw, yes. but nope, it's the crazy straw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So in this uh, initial scene, there's a, there's some some sort of crazy stunt. They always start with a big crazy stunt. In addition mm-hmm. to the arrival in some sort of a special kind of way, big crazy stunt. There was one time where he basically like jumps off a mountain and crazy stuff. So surely this armored car full of gold is gonna like f- do a flip or something or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe he. It, it, I saw one uh, mountain jump where he then. You think he's gonna fall to his death? Wouldn't you know? A Union Jack. Uh, Parish yes. paraglider uh, yeah. parachute thing pops out and he uh, glides yeah. down to safety. That one, that's that one's fantastic. Yes. So this time, there's a great big wave that blows the that capsizes the gold truck, but then he's like <laughs> surfing the gold truck. Yes. Into the Gobi Desert go. research facility. There you go. Yeah. A Union Jack surfboard. <laughs> yes. He bothers to paint the the roof of the gold truck like a as a Union Jack. <laughs> then he surfs on it. And he says, yeah. for England, or whatever. And yeah. uh, so he prevents the theft of this armored car full of gold. Uh, nice and job. And once that's been prevented, opening credits, uh, tastefully naked ladies dancing around. Mm. Tastefully mm-hmm. naked. Uh, mm. What relevant slash completely irrelevant artist will be doing the uh, intro song, <laughs> whose title just happens to be the title of the movie? Post Malone, I guess. I don't know. Somebody who's modern. Anybody else? Help Could me out be. here. Come on, I'm fucking I drowning. I don't know. I don't. He's the only guy I know. Goddamn it. I I don't know any artist more newer than Al or, uh, Al Jolson. 
So then Al Jolson it is. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Let's give it a retro feel. Let's go nope. with Al Jolson. So we got Al Jolson on the tunes. That's sure to get the kids into it. Uh, oh yeah, and tastefully naked women. Now we go to the the briefing scene where James Bond will walk into the office and Matt, who is playing James Bond? Well, <clears throat> see, I thought um, you know the we've what did you say? There's been 24 James Bonds, and we want to yes. like keep building this franchise. We don't want it to get stale. Um, and I was kind of thinking, you know, with a a lot of times you've got like the Fast and Furious Fast Five, and they they keep growing there, and you've got the like Oceans. Uh, 11, 12, 13, 8 or something. I don't know. Um, so I was thinking instead of 007, uh, this is going to be O double one and starring Tim Allen and his 11 inch penis. <laughs> Classic British actor, right. Tim Allen. So is he yeah. doing an accent or is he not doing an accent? It's he's gonna start off like doing a little bit of a one, and then uh, you know, like a quarter of the way through the movie, he's just gonna drop it. And we're just like, <laughs> what we'll After have to do? After he shoots a guy, when he shoots a guy, will he be like, oh, oh, oh. Will he, like <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. We'll, yeah, yeah. What we'll have to do is like the worst movie of all time. Uh, up the Britishness in other ways because, like, you know, like I said, it's the the, the accent's not gonna be convincing. So mm-hmm. he's gonna wear like a bowler hat with with like a little you know, Union Jack flag lapel and have like a cup of tea. A very tasteful, like sleek, fancy looking chimney sweep broom. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And he, but he has a big Yeti thermos full of tea. <laughs> his tea. He's got a big Yeti thermos of it. <laughs> Just a like the English egg. drink. Yeah. yeah. Keeps that tea ice cold. Uh, so <laughs> we've got our, uh, <laughs> we've got our bond. Uh, great choice. Great casting choice. Um, M tells Bond that there's a in, there's a bunch of different gold shipments that have gone missing. He successfully successfully prevented the one, but turns out there are a bunch of other robberies of armored cars full of gold. Reports are, Ben, I don't want you to tell me everything about the villain, but what is the villain's last name? The last name is Centaurian. Centaurian. Okay, because there's reports that the Centaurian Corporation is somehow involved in these thefts. Of armored cars full of gold. And so Bond has to then go investigate in their uh, their labs. Uh, mm-hmm. wants, to, wants to check them out, get some information on them. So <clears throat> before doing so, he will meet with uh, Q to have, to, you know, set up whatever, uh, to be on, like, if there's one thing the James Bond franchise does really, really well consistently, it is set up and pay off. They set things up and then they pay them off. And they do some in subtle ways and some in very obvious ways. James Bond, here is a tool that does this. And then later on, he will do exactly this with that oh, tool. Oh, shit. Good thing you Just got that tool. set up, pay off. James, here's a cooler, a Yeti cooler that keep your <laughs> drinks very cold. I was, actually hoping, I was actually hoping Q could be played by Keenan Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Keenan Thompson is Q. If not, I'm happy for Keenan Thompson to play M. I think he plays both. I think he one in a wig and one without a wig. <laughs> he's, he's doing an Eddie Murphy here. He's yes, pulling a clump. Yes. yes. Who's M again? Uh, M is like the person in charge. Uh, in recent movies, it's been Judy Dench. Uh, but yes. Uh, gotcha. So this will be Keenan. 
and like a fat old lady. Uh, he will be dressed mm-hmm. as Dame Judy Dench. Yes, exactly. Oscar right. winner. And then uh, as Q, he's like, so here's a Yeti cooler. And James is like, can I have sex with it? And then he does his his classic eye bug out, look at the camera <laughs> move. Then he does like an every SNL sketch. What up with that? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so do any of you have uh, any devices that you came up with that wasn't... You know, I was hoping that James would be furnished with um, a lady betrayal detector. Ooh. That it seems... clips to his tie. Potentially useful. <laughs> what does it do? It detects if a lady's about to betray you, <laughs> which... <laughs> I noticed this in a couple of these James Bond, uh, a couple of his previous incarnations. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. has run afoul of the fairer sex. Yes, uh, occasionally, <laughs> occasionally. So it's um, it's like a little tie tack, and when it senses lady betrayal, it lights off like a smoke bomb. <laughs> hey Corey, That's when brilliant. you turn the tie tack upside down, does the does the clothes the bikini come off the lady? Is she naked then? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but when you put it back up, then it's betrayal. She's closed. Yes. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh! Clothed lady to indicate it's betrayal. Kind of like magic eight ball plus uh, sexy novelty pen. Cool, right? I like it. Uh, so I came up with the device. It is the necktie bow tie. Ooh! It looks like an ordinary <laughs> necktie, but it is also, in fact, and then he just sort of like balls it up weirdly. A bow tie. Huh? Oh huh? shit! Nice. Look. You're you're you can blend into any right. type of social situation now. Mm-hmm. Uh, formal or semi-formal? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I Q uh, is always one of the favorite parts of the movies for me. So I, I just listed a couple: um, a shoe that turns into a car, <laughs> a car that turns into a gun. <laughs> And a gun that turns into a shoe. <laughs> yeah. James Bond, paper, rock, scissors. That, yes. <laughs> that is exactly what that is. <laughs> a car that turns into a gun is a pretty handy device. Uh, and I had one more. Uh, it, is, it is the Martini Unstirrer. It uh, <laughs> rearranges the molecular concentration of a martini had it been stirred. So it, it renders it unstirred. <laughs> And it is now free to be, to be shaken, shaken in the manner in which he is accustomed. Thank God. Just in case some, you know, insolent little bartender bastard stirs a martini, mm-hmm. he will be, he will not have to abandon the mission completely. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this has been a problem with you, James, but now we should <laughs> you should be able to stay on target. And then, but instead, since it's Tim Allen, he goes to the bar and he's like. Uh, have a Bud Light, shake it, not stir, and it shakes, and it. And uh, Al's like, I don't think I'd do that, Tim. And then he's like, it blows in his face, and yeah. And then Al like looks at the camera and is just, yep. Al is played by Keenan Thompson. <laughs> Playing Al Borland. In a James, yes, okay, I got yes. This is this is shaping up perfectly. Uh, well, he won't be called Al; he'll be called L. Legit <laughs> <laughs> funny. Uh, so we got the we got the devices. Now we move on to 
we have to investigate the labs of the whatever name Ben said corporation. Centaurian. Centaurian. That's what I said. I said that word. Those I don't guys. know why you're repeating it. Centaurian. I, everyone remembers Centaurian. And I'm not just trying to remember it by saying it over and over. Centaurian. <laughs> this is just a natural pattern of speech. Centaurian. Um, so, <laughs> Matt, what was uh, the uh, location Centaurian that you came up with? Moon Switzerland. Moon Switzerland. Uh, could you elaborate? <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured the way, you know, and you can kind of weave this into where you're going, but the way I figured, you know, Moon Switzerland, it's like Bon, that's very, he's very likely to meet like a, a, a space babe and a, and a sexy Swiss chalet and, you know, surprise, turns out the babe is working for the Centaurian Corp. Uh, he's going to then have to like ski his way down the Swiss Moon Alps to avoid getting caught. <laughs> And he will later have sex with the woman. With the moon. Uh, so <laughs> The moon will be played by Kenan Thompson. <laughs> the moon is played by Kenan Thompson. Uh, it's just like his face, like, you know, in the... <laughs> oh, what y'all doing on my face? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly uh, good Kenan Thompson. Yeah, it was. So uh, James takes a space shuttle to the moon, uh, to the Swiss base on the moon, Moon Switzerland. Yes. This is because this is where the Centaurian Corporation has uh, one of their major research facilities. Uh, at this research facility, uh, James Bond will meet one of the, uh, a a girl. Corey, what what girl does he meet here? Um, I'm assuming that uh, on the moon he would be meeting. Um uh, Cynthia of the night, uh, who was actually recently raised to the peerage, so Lady of the night, uh, <laughs> Duchess of negotiable affection. <laughs> and she has, um, uh, she's, uh, she is escorted by um, uh, her her young, uh, like uh, handmaid kind of woman. Uh, uh, just goes by the name 19. Uh, she's a voodoo assassin. She was trained by her Creole mother, uh, Dr. Marjorie Sider, and her father, Colonel Major Bragg Dixon. So uh, 19 Dixon Sider um, is the uh, is Lady of the Night's retainer. <laughs> Oh my god, one of them finally paid off. <laughs> I was like, God, these are so how, how do you do it? And god damn it, you nailed it. <laughs> 19 minutes. <laughs> oh my god. Well to make a long story short, Bond has sex with both of them. You know, I thought that the lady of the night was was tasteful and perfect. And as you were talking, I was like, you know, this is, you can't really, they've already done a lot of vagina. They've kind of already done, what else can you do? How far can you go? And you just fucking, that was a home run. That might be the limits of human physiology as far as I know. <laughs> At Cambridge, that's, they got to 19, but they're trying for 20. <laughs> tell us, kids. How many can you fit in a phone booth? Yes, exactly. It's an MTV Spring Break competition. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get on 98.4. <laughs> the dick. So anyway, <laughs> Bond meets uh, Lady of the Night, who is, uh, in addition to royalty, she's also smart. 
she is a government scientist who is up there and, uh, in their laboratories giving a lecture on anti-neutrino plasmoids. Uh, just how smart she is. Um, after uh, Bond has sex with her, and then also <laughs> 19 Dixon Cider, um, he, <laughs> he learns... Wait, uh, they do it again? What is she like, one more? Yes. <laughs> there's several scenes, uh, full nudity. We're, we're breaking a little bit from tradition there, but... Uh, she, it turns out she overheard that uh, the all of this gold, uh, she, she overheard some of the employees say that the, the gold is being taken to a foundry in uh, the South Pole. That's the location I came up with. Uh, so this the, the trail's leading to the South Pole. So now Bond has these, he's got two women with him. He takes his space shuttle, takes it from the moon directly to the South Pole, Lands it there, uh, as you do. Right. At the South Pole Foundry. At the South Pole Foundry. The South Pole Gold Foundry. Uh, the goldsmiths down there. Uh, and he, they break into the foundry, and this is when he discovers that the gold is being smelted into a satellite. What? Oh, what? Uh, and this is where we get the first uh, face-to-face confrontation because, uh-oh, Bond is captured Probably because 19 Dixon Cider has betrayed him. <laughs> he sees right. his uh, his lady betrayal detector going off, and he. This is when he takes his uh, shoe that turns into a car. He throws it at her and presses the button, and it turns into a car and smashes her. And so she's mm. dead now. But, Brilliant use. But as he's as he's doing that, guards come up to him. Uh, there's like five guys pointing guns, and he has to you know okay, I'm captured and. Now he's taken in front of the villain, who is Ben? Dr. Otto Centaurian. Now, do, do we get the backstory? I mean, he and Bond mm-hmm. go way back. Yes, yes. Right. So everyone who's seen the movies, um, Dr. Otto Centaurian uh, is a former agent of Spectre. Um, you know, back in the day, yes. he was just a regular agent. He swore a vendetta when Bond stole his girlfriend, fellow Spectre agent, sexy a love oven. <laughs> she, so she and Bond... Um, Love Oven and Bond were in um, a small submersible craft, ostensibly on their way to a secret entrance to Spectre's island fortress. She was supposed to lead him off the craft where Centaurian was waiting to ambush Bond, but when he looked in the window, he saw Bond making love to her. Ooh. Um, and he was crushed. Um, he, he was shocked and heartbroken, and he didn't see the shark uh, swim up behind him who ate his legs. <laughs> so he, they fitted him, Spectre had some good technology, they fitted him onto a robotic horse. Um, uh, so he, uh, so Dr. Centaurian has always blamed Bond for the accident, um, and he's devoted his life to one thing, the death of James Bond. And, you know, he kind of copies some stuff. Like, he has a tuxedo, but only on the horse part. So from the cummerbund... <laughs> he's completely bare from the cummerbund up. So the horse part has a has a tuxedo. And he's Very like, classy. Nice to see you again, Dr. Bond. How long has it been? Clop. 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 <laughs> yep. How many years has it been, Otto? And then clop, clop, clop. <laughs> yep. So I'm sure Ben was not referencing it intentionally, but in License to Kill, 
uh, Felix Leiter's legs get eaten by a shark. Uh, <laughs> and also okay. in Tomorrow Never Dies, Bond becomes a centaur. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Felix Leiter's legs really did get eaten by a shark. But anyway. Uh, now he's a little lighter. Now, now, he, now he's two legs lighter. <laughs> uh, big confrontation. He's like, I'm making a satellite. What do you care about it? He's like, why would you be need? Why would you need to make a satellite out of gold? Uh, you know what? Do you, what's your, what's your game? What's your end game with all this gold, uh, Centaurian? He says, uh, uh, gold is the only substance luxurious enough to contain anti-neutrino plasmoids. <laughs> what? But but he cuts him off there. He's not he's not telling him the whole scheme here. He just knows he's using the anti-neutrino plasmoids with the gold, and then says like, kill him, and he walks out of the room. But he says it to no one, so Bond is just standing there in an empty room by himself. And uh, miraculously, he is able to escape uh, the compound where, uh, crap, I'm trying to think of what her, uh, Lady of the Night. Lady of the Night. Lady Mm -hmm. of the Night. uh, She was doing karate on some guards outside as Bond is running out and the base is like exploding. And so they run away to their space shuttle, get in, he's turning the key, like, start it, start it, and... Okay, there we go. Space shuttle takes off. Uh, and now they go, she's like, I heard the guards as I was choking them. They said that uh, the satellite launch site is in, what is the final location? Whoever hasn't said theirs? Uh, the disaster transport ride at Cedar Point. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is a period piece that doesn't exist anymore, but... Yeah, this it's is in the dark, piece. you know, it's mysterious. Are you talking about the dispatch master transport? Nothing could go wrong. This is true. That's like, it's it's a, a compound word there. It's a portmanteau. This is the new Arecibo telescope. This is the new shot that everyone's going to love. <laughs> the yeah. disaster transport. So they take the space shuttle to the mm-hmm. disaster transport ride in Sandusky, Ohio, where they uh-huh. are launching the golden satellite. Yes. Uh, and they, they have to break in to their base, which is the big box that contains the, the disaster transport <laughs> yeah. ride. Yes. Uh, I assume they break into it by just crashing the space shuttle directly into uh, mm. very espionage, you know, very low key. Oh, they could take that sky cable, that sky car. Uh, they take the sky, over and then go. they like jump out. Or that's a great that's a great chase scene. Yeah, they they park in the H lot. They get in. They get their hand stamped. Then they get up yeah. in the, the the sky cable thing and go over to the yeah. like Centaurians behind him in one with a gun. You know, like they're like, oh, he's gaining on us. You, you know, see someone coming the other way, realizing that they've missed their turn. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they get in there. Uh, once again, there's a you know showdown. Bond and Centaurian. And Bond's like, what is your plan with this golden satellite? And Centaurian explains, maybe you should have asked, uh, you know, Lady of the Night about these anti-neutrino plasmoids. And she's like, well, they could be used for anything. They're practically magic. He says, yes, anti-neutrino plasmoids, as you might know, or as I I know, thanks to your lecture that you gave, uh, they... uh, they cause roof particles to become unstable. And so this satellite can see into everyone's roofs. They can I gave see that lecture for good. through their roofs into their houses. <laughs> he can now use this to spy on all of the CEOs of every global media company. Oh, no. He can then blackmail them 
because surely they're doing bad things inside their houses and using this blackmail. He can gain control of all those companies and then lower his cable bill finally. (laughs) Because $150 a month is too much. I mean, I know that includes internet, but still, that is too much. (laughs) Oh, I love this villain. I will have a lower cable bill, and the rest of you will still be paying your normal your prices. Oh, Dr. Centaurian's played by Jesse Ventura, who was also saying there's no fair catches. (laughs) There's no... $150 is too much to pay for Cable McMahon. (laughs) I like that he's... uh, uh, He's he's espousing a cause I can get behind. I'm like, you know what? Maybe he's right. Maybe that is too much to pay for cable and internet bundled yeah. in one, one low price. <laughs> yeah. James Bond doesn't care though, because he ha- he has to murder him. This is this is how this happens. A spectrum, James. Bad guy must be murdered, and so there's a big uh, it's a big fight. Uh, it ends with the bad guy being murdered. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to come up with a yeah. creative way to murder him. Or we could. No, I mean, no, we're at a, let's just assume he's dead. I mean, we're at such a bland location of a roller coaster theme park. I mean, what creative way could we come up with to... Absolutely none. So they would probably get, like, they'd get on one of the old rides or something, and because... Uh, Centaurian is a centaur. He's like way too tall, and they'd be like fighting, punching each other, and then Bond suddenly ducks, and then his head gets like yeah. smashed off by yeah. a, a beam. Oh, okay. The bar Perfect. can't go down over his lap because he's standing in two cars, <laughs> and so when it goes like, upside down... He's standing in two separate cars, like his front legs in one oh, and his back legs in the back <laughs> <laughs> This is perfect, because i got a sequel set up now. So we, 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 when we finish the movie, I've got the, the, the teaser at the end. So the finish would be, you know, he's murdered on the roller coaster, and then Bond uh, grabs uh, Lady of the Night. They run out of Cedar Point as it's exploding... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They're like, uh, they're they're running uh, like over into the into the into Lake Erie, and they jump and they like get underwater just as the you know uh-huh. fire but rushes the over whole them. Damn and, thing goes up. Yes, and then they're like floating there on some piece of like you know debris that blasted in the water, and then uh, they start one floating. of the French fry stands where you get the fresh cut fries. That's where they're they're floating on one of those. Yes, they're floating they, they've on got the malt fri- vinegar and everything. Yes, they're floating on the fry nice. stand. Bond makes yep. some sort of uh, sexual innuendo, and then they have sex. As <laughs> yes, as M and all the other people are like, "Where's Bond? Did he make it out alive?" And then they somehow discover, "Oop, he's having sex." <laughs> uh huh. And it's like, uh, well, that's the last we've seen of him, or something. But then you go back into the smoldering wreckage, and there's a bumper car, but he's like attached. He has a bumper car body now, and he's. <laughs> His top half that got knocked off at the roller coaster, he's like now grafted onto a bumper car. He's limited to that little cage yeah. in there because his his electricity only, you know, goes so far. But he's like, oh, I'll get you bond. <laughs> that uh that perfectly sets up for, for the next one. Half man, half bumper car. Mm-hmm. Half horse, half oh, oh it's the man part, it's not the horse part. <laughs> <laughs> half bumper car, half horse. <laughs> That's my favorite mythological creature. Half bumper car, half horse. <laughs> it's like a bumper core or something. <laughs> the bumper core, yeah. Nice. Well, uh, I think we roll the credits and we replay Al Jolson's uh, jaunty theme. Uh, throughout the credits and then at the mm-hmm. end it says Bond will return nice that's a that is a James Bond movie right there mm-hmm. 
Well, little Captain Travis, if uh, if you want to have sex with James Bond, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Hey, and to repeat from a former episode, if you want to see <laughs> a multi-page story on Instagram of all 11 inches of <laughs> Tim Allen's penis, <laughs> we are on Instagram at freelegaladvicepodcast. And like Grant always says, the best place to see 19 Dixon Cider is <laughs> by following us on Twitter at Free Legal Pod. Yeah, and if you like the show and would like to uh, try out for the Bond Girl in our sequel, Dr. Uh, Mona Loudly, um, uh, uh, you know what? If you like the show, just just moan loudly. We'll hear you. We'll hear you. <laughs> Don't worry about this uh, social media stuff. Just moan. We'll, we got gotcha. you. We we'll pick it we'll, up. We'll know it's you. Oh, I forgot to say, uh, Tim Allen's penis will be played by Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> and voiced by Keenan Thompson. <laughs> and Sean Connery's <laughs> penis will be played, played by Keenan Thompson. His penis. <laughs> yeah. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 53. We have, you know, we've got the Coos Cave, and we have, you know, uh, peanut oil accessories and different things, but mm-hmm. who Pump really that knows? Some bitch. Pump that some <laughs> bitch. Yep. I got four Are those words pump for that you. some bitch oils? <laughs> <laughs> yep. You can't, you can't spell... I sump but chimp hat without pump that so bitch. <laughs> Try, I dare you. Yep. Everyone knows that. Come on. Yeah, come on, it's obvious. All the kids are saying it. All the kids are saying it. Buy the goddamn koozie so you can be living it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I have okay. never seen Grant laugh that hard in my life. <laughs> okay. Uh, you broke Then you get to take your pick. You are absolved for either the Cracker episode or the Ninja episode. Which, whichever one you want, it's erased. It is erased. Uh, <laughs> I absolve you from your sins. I'll take Crackers now. Because that is I the greater sin. That is the greater sin. It would take I'm, less. It would take less for the other. Ninja. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Uh, it, is that just for Grant or is that all of us? No. No. So, hey, look. Speaking of, I can't take for you. Turn internet over.